Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm your host, Tess Skinner, and today's guest we have Mattias Samuelson. It says here that your dad could you gel. Show. Another classic American name. It's Mike Shope. Your goal song is the country song Trip Too Hard by Little Baby. Why? Uh, it's a good song. I like, like the beat. No, why do you have a goal song? And the Bulldog. Oh, um, hoping one day you get one. Dream big, that's good. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I expect silence from this, but I just went with Turkmenistan that time. Instead of Finland. Mm, I'm enjoying racking my brain for other countries that may or may not have competitive hockey. I don't know. I don't want to stereotype. Finland. I feel, I feel like if you're one of the stands, you, you have you have some kind of hockey program. Yeah, okay. Okay. Kazakhstan. They, they're on, uh, what year do I want? for NHL 99 or something? When, when you could start to play <laughs> international teams? Kazakhstan was right there. That's the big stand. Well, Afghanistan, but Kazakhstan is a big country. I don't know about Turkmenistan. You think maybe? I, I I'm I'm gonna say likely. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> We're working on getting Joe Yurden on the line. He's dropped off a couple times, so I don't know if he's got a sketchy phone or just what's going on there. But hopefully, uh, momentarily, talk to Joe. The Sabers are here at the All Star break. Ten points out. Of a playoff spot. That seems like a lot. Uh, yeah. For 33 games left, 10 points. Yeah. They are, what, four points back of the first team out. That would be the Islanders. There are games in hand, of course, you know. Not everybody's played the same number of games exactly. You've got you've got four points between the Sabres and the Islanders. In, in between, you have Pittsburgh, New Jersey, uh both teams that I would see as having more of a shot, not just because they're ahead, but just better teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington is in there as well. I'm not sure I'd say that about Washington. But Detroit has kind of been a story. They have made a move. And they're what they're who you wanted to be right now, I would say. 
That's right. The, uh, I think the, th- the three teams that have been, like, for quite a few years now, kind of at the bottom, Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa, Montreal's in that group, too, aside from that one COVID, you know, North Division run to the finals. Holy cow, that happened. Uh yeah, like it was. They were all sort of on similar trajectories, and the Sabers and Senators have not jumped over the bar yet. Uh, Detroit seems to have found their way. Montreal, Montreal against Tampa was that series, or Dallas, yeah. Tampa, one of the Tampa wins. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I don't know how that was allowed. <laughs> A Canadian team not winning the Stanley Cup in more than thirty years is one of the more amazing stats or realities of sports i mean they've been close a few times but not a cup since the 93 habs kind of amazing joe yurden with us on the west her hotline i think joe you there i'm here let's see how long this uh phone phone line holds out i'm apparently uh holed up deep within uh within a stone hotel so uh, we'll see what is actually the story i mean maybe that's a good a good one to go with uh are you are you just in a place where you would would not are you surprised to not have a better you sound great by the way i don't know what happened right. earlier yeah i'm optimistic about this <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i'm my fingers are crossed here i don't i don't know what was going on i was i was talking with zach and then i was on hold and then i just disappeared i was like okay all right well this could this could be fun so uh yeah fingers crossed but like i'll just say uh let's see uh i'm being held captive by the <laughs> toronto maple leafs or something like that until the sabers stop beating them i guess let's do it that let's do that you're uh, you're at some nhl facility and people there who work for whatever team or the league I uh, think you're going to go on on WGR and give away state secrets. So they have they're, right. they're cutting your phone line. That's probably what it is. Well, <laughs> let's let's prove them right. Um, yes, let's do it. Ten points out the Sabers with 33 games left. Is there life? Uh, <laughs> Thanks for being on, Joe. How do you spell that? You know, um, it's really hard. It's 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 so hard to make up points, and they've got so many teams in front of them, and teams have figured out go to overtime, and you can you can probably cruise your way up the standings or get up the standings and just kind of stay there. Because um, there's a few teams that are that are ahead of them that I'm just like these teams are phony as phony as anything. They they're not going to be hanging around too much longer. Um, and they're they're I mean hey listen get the overtime get a point like that's I guess that's a good strategy but um, but for but it's they're gonna have to they go up what thirty three games left they're gonna have to win like twenty three of them right mm-hmm. and then may, maybe go to overtime in the other in like eight of the other ten <laughs> you know I, I mean right, it's right. I mean yeah. and that's just to I, kind of like secure a playoff spot too like that's just to like fly up the standings and hold it down and then you're good but well, like. That is not going to happen, right? It, probably not. No, I mean, probably not. But it's you know, it's it's the hope you hang your you hang your dreams on, though, right? Like yeah. that's that's you know you're, you know, this team certainly responded last year when all of us came in asking one day about like, so that's it for the playoffs, and everybody's like, hey, wait a minute, we, what do you mean we got games to go here, and then they got hot late and got back into the picture, and yeah, but it's but this is asking a lot. This is asking this team to get it all. You know everything that they've learned for the first forty-nine games to to put it all together now and go. Are you as confused as well? You don't know how confused I am about who <laughs> they want to be and how they want to play. Uh, I, I, I'm, 
you, you remember, I'm, I'm guessing you were in the room, uh, when they bounced back from the Columbus loss where they gave up nine and got nine two nights later against Toronto. And Granado was, was posed a question, uh, a question was posed to him about how they want to play. I think it was Lance Lasowski from the news who asked mm-hmm. a very long question, very thorough question. I'm not criti- critical of, of how long the question took. I, I'm, I'm over here taking 45 seconds to spit this out. So I, um, and, and Granado simply rubber stamped what Lance had said to him about, you know, going back to just getting after it on offense and sort of picking up the pieces to paraphrase on defense. And Granado said, you nailed it. And I don't know when we had Kevin Adams on, a few weeks back, I asked him about that, and Kevin just started talking, and I'm not really sure where he ended up, uh, about who they want to be and how they want to play. Like, I, I, There's only 33 games left in the season, and I'm not sure who the hell this team is. Yeah, I something that I've been kind of you know, kicking around is my own thought on how things are going because every fans, everybody has been screaming, Where's the offense? Where are the goals? What you know? What the heck's going on here? You know, why why isn't this team you know shooting the lights out? And I it, this is part. I look at it, and you know, fans are probably going to want to leave me in Canada for for saying stuff like this. But it's I look at it as this is part of the growth project. Last year they learned they can score like crazy. They can score tons of goals. They really struggled defensively, and they struggled in goal. This year they've been. A little. I mean, it doesn't look like it a lot of the times. Sometimes, but um, but they've been a little bit better defensively, and they've certainly been better in goal with Lukanen. Um, mm-hmm. But the offense isn't there. Although, you know, five on five wise, scoring goals. But you know, as Lance pointed out to me on the pod on our podcast, uh, he goes, "So are the Columbus Blue Jackets at five on five. So, you know, that that's that's one thing. But you know, I, I guess if you're getting the if you get the power play back to where it was in the first half last year, and that power play shows up in the second half here, I think things get a little bit different. And as long as Lukanen keeps playing the way he's playing, then you know maybe things can get different. But as far as the identity of this group, I, I don't know. I, I think they learned how to how to how to fly a little bit last year, but they had to learn how to defend a little bit better this year if they were going to be not just a team that like makes the playoffs and, you know, ends the drought. Like, all right, we made it. Let's get our tails kicked in by Boston or whoever. Um, they want to be a team that once they get to the playoffs, they can win around, win two. All, you know, the whole thing that we've heard for, you know, 100 years from everybody. But, um, but you know, you, you can't just be, as fun as it is, you can't just be a fire wagon team and, you know, and live by that, you know, live by that forever because, mm-hmm. you know, teams are going to figure you out. Teams are going to find ways to do it. And that's, kind of what's happened in the first half this year. I mean, everybody's like, where's the offense? Why aren't they flying? And I'm like, well, look how they're being defended by everybody. You know, there's there, there are methods and there are ways that, that have been able to kind of, you know, bottle Slow them down. up and keep them yeah. frustrated and, you know, block shots, bottle them up in the neutral zone, keep them from skating. Hey, look at that. Suddenly they're frustrated. And, yeah, it's tough. And it's, it's part of a young team growing up, a young team that didn't get any older. With Joe Yurden, my – one of my disappointments about where they're at is in terms of the front office because I gave them, I guess, maybe a benefit of the doubt that they hadn't necessarily earned yet with all the people talking about Sam Ventura and just the, the staff that was underneath Adams that, okay, the Sabres may have figured out how to get sharper here, no pun intended. And, you know, okay, I, I felt really good about that. Even 
after years of wondering with ownership just basically cutting everywhere whether sometimes whether the lights were on but um man like joe the last couple years in terms of free agency and the minor trades like really it's just kind of bleak what has been done based on performance you know uh that's guess i guess that's how to do it i don't know like where where does the blame lie is almost the question if it's a big question i mean i I feel like the the front office deserves some of it yeah and i mean you look at how things have worked the last few years under kevin and you know you know and we know how kevin was hired he was hired you know internal he was the guy who was being groomed for the job okay great he's done pretty well with trades i get that but free agency and like kind of free will you know free spending and and things like that to address different needs that hasn't happened um, you know, they've taken care of their own guys and that's, that's good. Um, you know, you lock up your best players and you, you just kind of go from there and, you know, they got good rates on them. So that's, I mean, that, that's all great. But when it comes to free agency, yeah, it's been, it's basically, we get to free agency day and it's kind of like, well, if they do anything, that's, 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 that's a big deal, uh, because they've mostly stayed out of it. And, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's, I mean, I, I can only guess that's maybe coming from ownership, but. Um, you know, certainly Terry's spent a lot in past years and it's come back to bite him in a lot of those cases, but, but it's the, um, it's the players, right? Like it was surprising to me. And I think to Bulldog that they brought their fourth line back, um, Clifton and, and Eric Johnson not making a goalie move was kind of shocking. And like, okay, you you can, I I thought the Sabres had become a team where they were going to spend smartly. It was never going to be a team that was Mm going to spend big. And really, like, none of this has worked out. Yeah. And and I, I think with Johnson, that was looked at as we have a really young decor. Yep. Let's get a guy who's, who you know, he's been around forever, was a number one, you know, has all the earmarks of, like, let's get mm-hmm. a guy in here to kind of teach these guys. You know, teach them how to how to be on and off the ice and, and all that. Because Kyle Pozo has been doing that for the forwards, and so has Emgis, too. Um, where they've got that, you know, that, that kind of guy that, you know, everybody can look to and be like, hey, man, how, how do I fix this? How do I go about this? Um, I, that's how I look at what Johnson is. And, you know, I mean, listen, the play hasn't been super. I mean, he's, he's certainly not fast the way he, you know, he wasn't a super fast guy back in the day, but, um, certainly a bit faster than this, but I mean, you know, he provides that kind of veteran stuff that you want these guys to learn from. Problem is it hasn't translated well on the ice. I mean, you get your PK moments. Okay, great. But, um, but that's been, that's been tough. And, you know, maybe that was them thinking like, all right, if we get to the playoffs, we're going to have this guy kind of kind of showing everybody the ropes and, and how this goes. And I, and like, I get it. I get it on paper and you know, it's just, it's kind of, that's kind of where things were. Clifton. I mean, I, I get it. I, I, you know, I, I get it again on paper in a vacuum. I totally understand it. You know, you're buying kind of low cause it's not a big price on a guy that maybe he's about to, to, to break out. You know, he was in Boston. He learned a lot of good stuff there. And you know, all we've heard from Clifton is like, boy, man, things are way different here than they were in Boston. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, they are, man. Like that's 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 how it is, and you have to try to try to read into what he means by that. Other, you know, if it means anything other than the superficial, yeah. but but yeah, it's uh, the goaltending thing. I mean, you know, listen, it's been what three years in a row for Kevin not really doing anything about it, and that that to me is something where if you if you want to poke at at Kevin or the management. That's that's a point to address because it's been an issue the last couple of years. I mean, you know, listen, Craig Anderson was was great, but he was also forty, and you know, a forty year old guy isn't going to play 60, 65 games for you in a season. Like that's just not going to happen. But 
Um, but that's also on your development staff for trying to get Luke and Levi, you know, all these guys yeah. to get them up to a point where it's like, hey, they can carry us. Let's go. But you need games. You need, you know, you need, you need reps. You need ice time. You need all that stuff to do it. And it's been really hard to do that, especially when you're carrying three goalies or four. Yeah, they're being they're being rewarded for their patience with Lukanen. Like that's been a, br- a bright spot on this season so far, mm-hmm. hasn't translated in the standings immensely. Obviously, um, you know the 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 bigger issue to me was leaning on Levi uh, at such a young age and thinking that they they had some secret sauce that was gonna uh, you know help him avoid all the pitfalls that any player making the switch from college hockey to pro hockey uh, has to endure. So. Um, you know, Lucan and I, I give him credit for being patient with Lucan, and a lot of us were kind of fed up, and he was still a young player this off season, so they kind of hung in there. But Levi is um, Levi's been, you know, it's been it's been rocky. Uh, there's been some great moments for him. He's looked mm-hmm. fantastic in some games because he is super talented. There's no question about right. that. But being mm-hmm. able to do it on this schedule with their practice schedule being as erratic as it is in the NHL, I mean, you're in college. You're playing Friday and Saturday, and then you know Sunday take a day off. Monday, you got, you got all week to work on technical stuff and and do your mm-hmm. you know your your weight work and keep your strength up and all this stuff. The NHL, I mean, it, you go weeks without having a good practice. Yeah, yeah, especially when the weather decides to uh, interject in the schedule and make keep everybody off the ice. It's you know, I, I, listen, Levi. I mean, Levi's green, and I think that's. I, that's okay. I, he's twenty, what, twenty two, twenty one yeah. years old. He's gonna be green like that. You know, he looked great coming out of college, but you know, he was fresh off of that. And um, and you know, he, you know, listen, there was a few starts where it was like, man, he's making some crazy saves. But there was a, you know, there was a few games. Like I think back to the Detroit game, he was brilliant in that game in Detroit. But they, you know, Detroit still scored like five, six goals, whatever it was, and they went, you know, they went in a shootout. But it's. You know, it was one of those things where, like, if it wasn't for Levi, they lose that game 11, 11 to five, eleven to six. You yeah. know, it was, it was, you know, but that was that's the kind of year it was. But, you know, uh, he's learning everything, and he and he and he's, you know, he's just trying to learn all of this on the fly, and that's really tough. That it's especially mm-hmm. tough for goalies. Like that's, I mean, you're, you're asking to like pick up, you know, tendencies and speed, and he's a he's a really studious player. Like he he's a he's a nerd about goaltending in the biggest way mm-hmm. but studying and learning is no replacement for game action and game reps and all that stuff so that's you know it, I, I think they knew that there was going to be some kind of hiccups there but i think in the back of their minds they're really hoping that like hey maybe this guy's going to be different maybe this guy can show us a lot of what he did late last year and just keep going in that direction and and be our number one for the next eternity i it's hard, especially when you look at you know you look at other guys that have taken that college road or, or had you know time to like grow and learn. And she, all I have to do is look at Ryan Miller for, for crying out loud. You know, there's three years in college, three years in the A, like whatever. Even look at Askarov in Nashville. Like that dude looks like he's ready to play in the NHL right now. And they're like, nope, stay in Milwaukee, man. Keep keep owning down there. We'll we'll call you when we're ready. With Joe Yurdens for a couple more minutes here. Are the Sabres entering a, a spot with Middlestat here? Casey Middlestat is their leading scorer. And with all the long-term contracts they have paid out to young, talented guys, Middlestat does not have one. RFA after this season, is he a trade deadline conversation? Would you never do that? I, I, would, I would not do that. Um, 
And I think you don't have to look any further away than Sam Reinhardt to realize why this might be a bad idea. Um, Sam was a guy who took his time getting it, you know, growing and getting into becoming a big time scorer. And it, it, it's easy to forget that that first half season with Don, that's, you know, that half Ralph, half Don year. It's very easy to forget that year because it was uh, uh, abysmal. But Sam was incredible that season. <laughs> he was, you know, he was went back to center and he was scoring and he was doing all this stuff. And you're like, man, what, what happens if this team gets good and this guy's around? I mean, this might be a thing. And then it's like, well, they've already, you know, the ship sailed. It was already done. He was, you know, as good as gone. Yeah. I don't know that you want to push the push the cart, keep pushing the cart down the road with with Casey because. You say, okay, you know, you're going to qualify him in the offseason, obviously. You're going to try to get something done in the meantime. You know, but I think bridging him is a huge, huge, huge mistake because if you walk him to UFA, you're looking at staring, staring the same thing with, you know, that they did with Sam right in the face. Right. Well, and, that, you know, you're talking about a guy like Casey who's really dug in and looks really good now, and I, you can't let that kind of guy go. I don't know, though. Like Mike made the point here. Like they, they've already committed – like where does he fit? I, I, you know, I, is there room for another seven plus million dollar seven year contract uh, with yeah. the group you've already got signed? I mean, that I think is is where the challenge comes in. Like I recognize his growth, and it's taken a little longer than we all would have liked. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he's looked like a player I never thought was in there at times yeah. uh, the last season and even at the back end of last year. But it's just a question of whether or not you. It's smart to lock up another guy like that, yeah. um, so it's it's challenging. There's that. There's, so there's the trade deadline, and there's just like I don't know. I feel a little bit here, Joe. Like we're just we're just watching the wheels go round. Like nothing's mm-hmm. gonna nothing substantial is gonna happen. I don't think here. The coach isn't going I, anywhere. It's almost too late to do that if you yeah. wanted to try to jumpstart it. And I don't know significant trade. What what? Where am I going for that? Yeah, and I, I think with Casey, if you're if you're trading him, you're doing it to get your to get that top four defenseman. You're doing right. that to get your you know righty shot defenseman. I would presume, unless you want to have all lefties, which you know drives everybody crazy. Um, but the thing is, you if like if that's a trade you make at the deadline this year, you've punted on the year. Like you're just like sure, you know what? And like listen, like that defenseman might be great. That that's cool. That's that they need. They could use a little bit more help there. They can always use more defense, but. You're losing like that's you're straight up losing that one right now, and I think that's you know everybody wants to trade, you know fans want trades, everybody wants stuff to happen, and it's like be careful what you ask for because you might get the trade yeah. that you're looking for, and it's not the one that you wanted, and that's I think that's the problem right. And you know, plus, like, what team's giving up a top four defenseman? I mean, I, I guess if it means getting Casey Middlestat, then maybe you're thinking like, okay, we can make up for our defense on the back end because we're getting this guy in to be our you know, number one, number two center, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not the ideal spot right now. And I mean, listen, maybe this is why we've seen Casey playing the wing a lot more lately because it's like, well, if he's not playing center and we got those two guys, you know, we got Thompson, we got cousins and mm-hmm. we put him on the left wing with one of those guys, maybe things are cool, but you know, you, you, you can't pay him 7 million to play third line minutes. You just can't. Joe, thanks. You're not on Twitter anymore or am I wrong? Oh no, I'm there. I uh, Elon doesn't care for me. <laughs> oh. Okay. 
Yeah, no, it's. Um, I think it's because I promoted my my website, NotedHockey.com. You know, that's on Substack, and you know, it's. Uh, you know, he's got his little petty, you know, vengeances and whatever. But no, I'm still on there. You just have to spell out my name, J O E Y E R D O N. Uh, it probably still won't show up in a search for you, so that's that's really fun for marketing purposes. Anyway, mm, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> you can find me. You can find me there. But yeah, NotedHockey.com, Bleacher Report, uh, Maintenance Day podcast, all kinds of fun. Very good. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. And, sorry about the Lions, Joe, by the way. <laughs> oh. You know, it happens. I, <laughs> thanks, Joe. I did just find his account. It, I couldn't earlier. So, yeah, you need to find, you need to do a little digging. bit more digging. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they love punted on the year. Haven't they already punted on the year I'm, by sitting I'm still in, for I'm three months? Pu- I'm in punt formation waiting for the ball. I'm waiting for them to snap me the ball so I can kick it. Yeah, I'm in punt formation. Simple equation for me is like whether what 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 are the odds? Again, it's always the odds. What are the odds of making of getting in? Anything short of getting in is not progress at all. I mean, they were one point out last year. All right, we've got uh, Stefan Diggs to talk about as he is talking about the future here and his own. Mike Shope and the Bulldog will get back to that probably coming back here after the update on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 